Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 Well, hello, folks. This is Hal Coleman and Mike Stewart. We're here to present yet another episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast and PestControlMarketing.live, the only live streaming internet TV show totally devoted to helping you, PCOs and WCOs, and other small businesses get more new customers, uh, make more money, and be more successful. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you're listening on a replay, we do appreciate it, don't we, Mikey? Absolutely. We, we want you to get this content, get this stuff, and use it. And, uh, <clears throat> and then, of course, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you how we can do business. We hope you'll consider doing business with us someday. But we do this podcast because we know it's helped a lot of people. And and it's a way to get to know Hal and I. So Hal uh, always comes with a, a great subject to talk about. And uh, I'm excited to hear what you want to talk about today. Well, you know what I want to talk about? And, and I, like we say before, this is unrehearsed. We haven't worked on this all week. Uh you don't know what we're going to talk about until I tell you what we're going to talk about. And uh, uh, I told you about 15 seconds before the intro played for this episode. And you said, okay, that sounds good. Uh, I, I want to talk about what is your vision, your ultimate vision for your business and your life and your retirement and, uh, and how does your business play a role in all of that? You know, there's a, I don't know who said it, but I've heard it many times. It always start with the end in mind. Now I've worked, I'm in my 51st year now in the pest control industry. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was a state regulatory pest control guy for 10 years. And I worked for a large independent pest control company, actually arrow exterminators. And, uh, uh, for six years and then own my own business for 18 years. And now for 15 years, I've, I just work as a marketing and sales coach for pest control, small pest control companies. And uh, I went in business for myself. I was making great money uh, in the pest control business working for somebody else. I had a great cushy job. I didn't put in a lot of long hours. I made more money than I'd ever made in my life. And uh, could have stayed there forever and, and built a retirement. And, and I'd, I'd probably uh, be retired right now from them. But, you know, so somebody said, well, why do you want to give all that up and go out there and bust your ass every day in the and, uh, and uh, start out as a one-man operator? I said, well, I want to do it. Uh, because I've seen other people go out and do it and they build a business up to a certain point and then they sell it and they get a lot of money for it. And that sounds like a really good uh, project for me. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to put in 20 years with my own business and build it up into something that I can sell and build a retirement from. That was one reason. And the other reason was I wanted freedom. I said, you know, I like to hunt and fish. That's my two biggest hobbies and of my life. And uh, of course, music. And, you know, I, I got so many hobbies. I roll really nice premium long leaf filler cigars 
give it to my friends been doing that for years and uh but but hunting and fishing and, and you know when i worked for another company i couldn't get off uh, i forgot to mention golf too uh but uh i couldn't get off for three or four days and go deer hunting or if the fish were really biting i couldn't just call up and say you know i'm taking off tomorrow because the fish are biting i had i had a job and i got uh so much paid vacation and you know so much uh time off and that was it so i wanted the freedom to be able to take off when i wanted to and uh my dad was one of the biggest ones who pinned me down about leaving a job where i was making great great money and doing well and and uh, lynn my wife was a school teacher and she was doing good you know here in fulton county she got paid well and she was building a retirement too he said you know if you go in business for yourself he said you're going to be working 12 hours a day six at least six days a week 12 hours a day the rest of your life or you won't make it he said that's what it takes to run a business he had done it before and that was his philosophy even i said well you know me i'm not going to do that i said i'm going to work from eight to five monday through friday and i'm going to be successful but i'm not going to work on the weekends i'm going to be hunting and fishing on the weekends doing stuff with the family he said you have he shook his head he said you have lost your mind he said you you don't have a clue what you're talking about he said i've had a small business before i know what it's like and you might as well just he said you're you're not going to be successful if you think you can do it eight to five monday through friday well i said i am that's what i'm going to do so i started in business working eight to five monday through friday uh, as quick as i possibly could i got an employee which was about six months after i started i bought a, a little renewal route the guy had a he was not licensed in household pest control but he was in termite and he was a one-man operator and he had about 600 termite renewals at the time they were from like 40 to 55 dollars a year each so i bought about his business which was that little handful of renewals and his truck and his equipment and he actually even had a little office and a part-time secretary so i talked my sister-in-law who was not working at the time to be my part-time secretary which would just answer the phone and you know keep the books so I, I, uh, I did that. And now people would call and want me to come do a termite job on Saturday. And the very first year there, I would go do that, partly because my son was a teenager and I wanted to introduce him to the business. And he was in school during the week, so he could go work with me on Saturday. So I'd go do a termite job on Saturday where he could go work, work with me and get the experience. And, uh, but, you know, it was Monday through, basically, it was Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. That's when we were, and after I had 10 employees, we were open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Uh, I mean, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 5. And finally, Fridays, 8 to 4. So, uh, built a nice little business, uh, sold it for a million dollars, invested that money, and went on to do something else, which was my coaching business. So, so 
I had the, the end in mind of selling my pest control business, building a business up that I could sell for enough that would give me a semblance of a decent retirement because my wife being a teacher retired and had, we have a retirement income there too. So, and then go on and do something else. So, uh, from, uh, age 40 to age 58, I ran the termite business and now I'm about to be 73. So for 15 years, I've had my coaching business and but in the back of my mind, I've also used to be in the music business part time, as you know, like you did. And that's always been in the back of my mind. I can still play guitar and sing and entertain people. So now I'm starting to book gigs playing out and I, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to wind my coaching business down in some form. I mean, my, uh, I'll still take new clients if they're the right clients, if they're the client that can, that can convince me that they want to do the work and grow that business and they're fully committed to it. I'll work with them, but I don't take people anymore that want to dilly dally around or, you know, put things off or come up with excuses why they didn't do stuff. Uh, I used to have a lot of those clients because uh, I would, you know, take on anybody that wanted to work with me, but I don't do that anymore. Uh, I'm very selective. Uh, but now it's all coming kind of full service circle back to the music business. And I get paid to do that too. So that's another source of income. But, but I, I know I, I, my point I'm getting around to is I know a lot of people in all kinds of businesses, even pest control who are working 12 hours a day, six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. And they think that's what they have to do to survive, I guess. And, uh, the business they are, they're, uh, they've been doing that for years and years. It's like, they've got a wolf by the throat and they can't afford to let go of it. And so, so my, my point I want to make today is you need to have a plan to enjoy your life. Even while you have your own business, you have to be able to enjoy your life. Your family has to be able to have time with you and have a relationship with you. And your work is not the center of your existence. At least it shouldn't be because someday you may, you may not be able to work. And you may be in a working 10 and 12 hours a day and something happens to you and you, you find you can no longer do this work. You can no longer crawl under a house or, climb up on a roof or crawl through an attic, uh, you know, or, or, uh, you, you can't do physical stuff anymore. What's plan B? What, what would you do? What hobby or interest do you have that you could pursue at that point and turn into more income? You know, plan A, plan B and plan C is what many people don't have any of those plans. They're just working so hard and so long. And they're stuck and, and they think that's what they have to do. They think this is the way it is to have a small business, to have a pest control business. You got to work yourself to death in order to make a go of it and survive. It's just not that way. Not that way at all. I mean, I, I, I teach my clients, you know, we're going to, I'm going to help you build a sellable business that somebody will be lined up to, to write a check to you 
uh, for your business anytime you're ready, uh, because that's what I'm going to help you build and, and help you get there so that you can have that kind of retirement. And uh, not many do. And Mike, you got a very similar story, uh, don't you? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing that, that I've heard over the years and, and, you know, when it comes to pest control, there's people that are employees of pest control and then there's PCOs, pest control uh, operators, people who own the business, people who are the risk takers. Uh, you've got to work on your business, not in your business uh, and have the end in mind with your business. And, um, you know, I maybe maybe I'm guilty of not having the end with the end in mind with my business, but I was lucky enough, um, to do a couple of things, uh, that I highly recommend people do to have the end in mind. And, um, number one, you know, have a passion for this business. You know, they, they used to say on stage at internet marketing seminars, when you do what you love, you never work an hour, uh, uh, you never work a day of business. Uh, if you don't enjoy it, if you don't have a passion for it, if you don't get excited about, you know, getting a new customer or, or uh, getting a new deal or learning a, a new strategy to um, get more customers or have something your competitors don't, there's, there's lots of things that can get you excited um, that's what used to work for me is when I knew something that others didn't, and I knew it would help them, uh, it didn't feel like work. Um, and, and, but the, the thing that I, you know, I heard you talking about the fact that when you were an employee and you wanted to do something else that was unrelated to the job, you couldn't take off, you know, unless it was your vacation time. And that was the motivation for me to always be, uh, you know, I've never had, uh, a job where I had, I was my own boss. I've been my own boss my whole life. You've never drawn a paycheck, have you? Not from a company. No, I've a company. Al always I've, uh, been paid directly to you. I, I've always said, I think there's a business there and I, and I've reinvented myself six times in my life. Uh, and I'll, I'll quickly tell a little bit of that story. When I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, um, I was a piano player. And I, the way I made a living was I played piano in holiday inns and, and honky tonks. I guess what some people might call it playing in bands. Um, and I made enough money playing music. And then I thought, well, I need some more music. I, you know, that's not, that's only like four hours a day. So I started teaching guitar and I did that for a while. And, um, and then I said, you know what, I'm going to learn how to record. And then I started a recording studio and I thought, okay, well, how am I going to keep this recording studio ha having cash flow? And, uh, and I started doing song demos. I, I joined the Atlanta songwriters association because I knew that's where songwriters would be. And I, 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 I'll never forget the first flyer, you know, my advertising, the first flyer I ever did was a handwritten Xerox copy of paper said, uh, do your song demos with us, hundred dollars a song. Come out, we'll record your song for you. And we started getting business. And 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 then I said, Well, if I have I a sang, real... I sang some of those songs. Yeah, well, yeah. and then we we had our first studio. And then How come I... you were getting a hundred dollars and I was only getting ten dollars to sing. Well, you got ten percent of it. That oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but then, you know, I said, Well, you know, what if we did corporate recording? And I'll never forget my my first corporate client was uh, Art Williams, A.L. Williams Insurance, and then Waffle House. And then 
the relation, you know, and so over the years, the reinventing myself, I was, uh, I, I was a musician playing clubs and holiday inns and lounges. And then I became a studio owner and networking. In fact, you were very uh, instrumental in reminding me of networking, but uh, meeting people, uh, handing out business cards, mailing out demos, uh, talking to people, trying to position myself is unique was fun. I, I was passionate about it. Now I'm like you, I had you know, small kids. I had to be home at night. I tried to go. Uh, I like going boating and stuff. I had uh, a lot of th things I still love. And, and, you know, I tried to never book sessions on Saturday and Sunday. Well, I don't think we ever did a Saturday or Sunday session. We were Monday through Friday. But I mean, you know, we, we, we had some long hour days, but they weren't, they weren't, weren't all, every time. But then after I became a studio owner and I realized I couldn't do that the rest of my life, I did it for 20 years. I, I discovered the internet. And one of the things that the internet has done for me and something that, you know, was, you it, was it Al Gore that called you and told you? Yeah, Al, Al called us, he, he called me up and he says, you need to pay attention to this thing. Um, uh, America, uh, I was on AOL, which we used to call amateurs online. Um, uh, but uh, uh, we studied the internet and I started understanding how the internet and how websites and, and how you could communicate with people. And this was in the nineties. Um, and so I, I started studying how you, you build relationships through the internet and you create offers. And then you, we learned all kinds of strategies and I got passionate about that. And then because I was, uh, considered uh, an authority on audio on the internet. We, my, my wife and I, we traveled uh, to Australia, China, uh, Indonesia, uh, England, uh, Canada. I mean, I've been everywhere speaking, and I learned new There's skills in there somewhere. Possibly, I um, I learned skills that I didn't know that I would want to learn, like how to speak from the stage and create offers that people would buy at seminars. And so my point about all this is, is that, that look at, at related, don't lock yourself into any one thing that can create and support you. And of course, you know, if I had some things to do over, I might've spent, I made a lot of money. I didn't spend it as wisely as I should. And that's one of the things, be sure that you, uh, you know, they, they say you should save, um, you should pay yourself first in a savings account before you pay any bills. I've heard that and I didn't do it, but I did build residual income opportunities. And, and I'm sure there is reoccurring and residual income opportunities to give you a cash flow to support you while you figure out other things to do. And now that I'm in my years, you know, people, you know, I put down officially that I am retired, but here's what retirement is to me. Retirement to me is saying yes to what I enjoy and no to what I don't. That's retirement to me. Okay. So um, after we built a great internet business and set up residual income, like you don't think about it. Um, your, your business.com, your, you know, your web address. I have sold over a thousand domain names to people all over the world. And I get residual income off of that. It, it takes me 10 seconds to sell a domain name. And there are so many services that are related to my business that make me a good living every month 
as residual income. So you said so. Let me interrupt. You said something earlier that I, I, I was thinking I want to come back to that. This might be a good time because you're now you're bringing up what I wanted to bring up. You said earlier, well, I, I didn't really plan for my future as well as you did, but I'm thinking. Well, you did. You've been you've been doing building this residual income for years and years and years, and now you've got it built. Where if you couldn't play music or couldn't do anything else, your residual income goes on and on and on. So you did plan for that. Well, and you're still doing it. I wanted to be honest and say that the reason I started buying and selling uh, a related product, which is is uh, web addresses, web hosting, email services. There's all these electronic services that that uh, GoDaddy is the company. You can, in fact, I've actually got a website called Local Domain Reseller. The, there are so many opportunities in that world that you know. I, I remember one time somebody was going by my dock at the lake uh, in a kayak, and we ha- started having a conversation. And I said, "What?" And they said they were an author. I said, "What's the name of your book?" And they said, it's, you know, how to grow a pest control business, you know, whatever the name of the book was. And really? I said, well, don't you, I said, don't you own that domain name? And, uh, and they said, well, I hadn't thought about it. I said, well, you know, you should own the domain name to your book. And they said, well, how do I get it? And I happened to have my iPad with me. I said, well, I can set you up an account and sell it to you right now. And I'm sitting there in a bathing suit and a t-shirt and, a guy sitting in, in front of my dock in a kayak and see, I didn't, I, it was fun to me. That wasn't work. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? It's, oh, yeah. it's that, that, that I didn't go, well, I'm not going to bring up selling domain names cause it's Saturday. You know? So that's what I'm saying is, is it, you, you, when you, when you find the things that you love, you know, like, like you said, you never work a day in your life if you have passion about it. And, and when you can have residual income, that's, that's why financial advisors exist. They say, take your money and invest it in stocks and mutual funds and, and bonds and whatnot, and your money will create residual income. They don't call it residual income, but that's what it is. It's, it's creating a, a, a flow of cash flow, by, and anybody can take $100 and put it in a savings account. But... Uh, Sadly, most people don't, you know, I'm guilty of not doing as much as I should have um, when I had the, when I had, uh, but because like I said, when I started doing these domain names and, and other residual income um, entities, I didn't think about I'm doing this for, you know, for now. I, I thought I, I just did it because uh, I realized that it was an opportunity um, well, I'll tell you, the, the, the guy, Keith Knapp, was an insurance agent. And he says, um, you know, I, I asked him about when he, when he sold an insurance policy. I said, how do you get paid? He says, every time that re- insurance policy renews for the rest of your life, he gets a piece of it. Mm-hmm. So when he sells enough business, he's got a residual income that, that, statistically will probably last his whole life. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, well, what's related to my business that I could do that. I, I like the sound of that sell it once and it pays forever. So, so at any rate, look around, is there residual in related things that you could do? Maybe related to the pest control business. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. 
and, and one of the most valuable things that you can sell is your expertise. It's kind of what Hal and I are doing here. When Hal sold his pest control business, his comment to me was, I want to be an internet, you know, I want to be a marketing coach, kind of like you are, Mike. And you started off with the networking ninja. And I, I think there wasn't clarity to people was the reason that was hard. But when you became the pest control marketer, it was clarity. You were the guy that helped PCOs increase their pest control business. Now, th the truth is, how could help a plumber, an electrician, a roofer, a dentist, a chiropractor? He could help anybody because the principles are the same. And, and I, I do as well, too. But, but at, the, at the end of the day, selling your expertise, uh, either recorded and or you know, you can sell your time, but get paid well for it. And that's kind of what you're doing now, Hal. If you don't get paid fairly for your time, we're not interested. We don't have to have it. And see, that's what pest control is, is, <coughs> is about that repeat income. You sign somebody up for, for quarterly pest control and they pay you $97 a quarter. And if you take care of them, you know, the average customer stays with you, uh, this day and time, the average pest control customer stays with you about 10 years and they spend an average of about $6,000 with you. So uh, you're just building. That's when people come to buy your pest control. When you get ready to retire and somebody wants to and you want to sell your business. Now, if you're a if you haven't built it correctly, nobody's going to buy it. Nobody's going to want it at all because it just it's not structured correctly. And uh, you've been doing all one-time jobs and cash under the table and everything else, which is very lucrative while you're doing it. But someday when you say, I don't want to do this anymore, a lot of people just have to, you know, throw their coveralls in the trash can and give their flashlight to their grandkids. And that's it. They, they're not doing it anymore. But if you build it correctly with that residual and that recurring revenue from those customers, when somebody buys your business, that's what they look at. It's recurring revenue and that's where the value lies. And so if you've built it correctly, people look at you and they go online look at your website and they see what you're doing and they say, wow, mm -hmm. I'd like to add this company to our company. You know, Arrow, I'll use them as an example. I think I'm not sure how big they are right now, but I think they're, they're in the ballpark of $400 million a year. And they got offices all around the South and up in, I'm not sure the Midwest, they got offices everywhere, but I worked for them back when they had their first branch office. They were here in North Atlanta and I went to work for them when they opened their first branch office and, uh, and they, they moved the guy who did uh, his route. They moved him into sales and they hired me away from the state. And I went to work for them in their first branch. So uh, that was a long time ago. That was back in 1984 when I went to work for them. But now, you know, it's owned by the same family, the same people own it. They're brilliant business people. They're amazing people. They're just uh, one of the best. They were just voted one of the all-time best places to work in the country, I think. But a lot of their backbone of their growth has been through acquisitions through buying smaller companies mm. and they if you had they they got people out there all the time looking at small companies that they want to buy when you get and i know tons of people that have sold their businesses 
to Arrow. They get ready to slow down or retire. Maybe Arrow buys their business from them and then hires them to manage it for a few years. But there are all kinds of things that you can do if you build your pest control business properly from the ground up. Uh, and you you don't want to just build something that's that's worthless in the end. Yeah. And, uh, so that's uh, that's uh, having that goal of getting that big check that you give to a financial planner and they put that money away and start managing it for you. And then you can go do something else. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm eventually I won't be, I'll probably be doing some coaching until the day I die, as long as my body and my mind allows me to deliver the value to my clients. Uh, I'll still be doing it, but, but kind of wrapping up here, uh, Think about what you have with your business, your pest control business, your wildlife business, your plumbing business, your, you know, your spa business, your roofing business. We, I, I, my main expertise is with home service build businesses, you know, but I've had chiropractors. I had an energy healer. I've had a, a travel agent. I've had a lot of different people. They're all the same. I, I, you know, the bottom line, somebody says, well, but my business is different. No, it's not. Uh, you, you got to have a service or a product that solves a problem or helps people in some way. And you got to find an, people, enough people that are willing to pay you for that product or service uh, so that you can make money. And that's the way all businesses are. So and that's the way, you know, the uh, uh, whether you build airliners, you know, whether you're Lockheed and you're building or Boeing, you're building 747s or whether you're John Doe, you know, selling tomatoes on the street corner. You got to have good tomatoes and you got to find enough people, tell them about your tomatoes so that they come and buy enough tomatoes where you can make money and pay your bills. Yeah. And so it's all the same. And anyway, uh, this was just on my mind because I more and more, I'm, I mean, not more and more, but always I'm just, I'm talking to PCOs on the phone and, you know, giving them a free hour and find so many of them are stuck. And I, I tell them, you know, it's just like when you wade out into the muck, the further you go, the deeper you get. And one that you find out you're a long way from shore and you're stuck and you're mired up to your waist and you can't get your feet out. You're just simply stuck. And that's it. And don't call me if you're mired up to your waist and you're stuck because uh, you're not going to want to do what you got to do to get out of that mess. Somebody might just want to come along, put a foot on you and push you deeper. <laughs> but, uh, don't wait until you get stuck out in the mud and say, well, you should have called me when it was ankle deep or knee deep. And you realize that it was getting more and more and more difficult to do every day. Don't, don't wait that long because you don't need to suffer that way. And we can get you on track and get your business going and get some of your time freed up and help you change your mindset a little bit and learn how to spend more time working on your business than in your business. Uh, and, and make life a lot easier for you and for your family too, you know, and, and help you build something that you can call a, a, a retirement that you can, uh, a lot of companies are doing that. 
but, yeah. but there's a lot of them that aren't. And those are my clients, the ones that, that aren't, that haven't figured that out yet. So why don't you wrap it up for us, Mike? Well, you know, I'm going to, we're not, I'm not going to go too hard on, you know, we, we both do coaching. It's real easy to find our phone numbers, but here's what I recommend to do. If you're, if you're new to this podcast, go listen. There's over 130 episodes, I think of just marketing gold, go back and listen to the old podcast. Uh, but if, but right now, absolutely free, go to how to grow a pest control business.com and get Hal's book. Uh, I'll give out our phone numbers. If you want to call Hal and want to talk to him about anything, uh, if this is the first time you heard a podcast or you've been listening to it for a while, call him at 770-993-0004. That's 770-993-0004. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. You know, that, that was, that's a Hal Coleman lesson right there. If you give out a phone number, don't don't fly through it so people can't remember what it was. And, you know, I help businesses understand how to use the Internet. I've had 25 years experience uh, doing online strategies that are proven. And you can call me at 770-826-3662. But anyway, we'd love to talk to you. But go get Hal's book. You know, that, that that way you can remain a little bit anonymous. Nobody's going to call you and bug you and pester you. And it, we get we give enough information away that it could make a difference in your business. And if you try it and then you want to go to the next level, get in touch with us. Because we love working with people that are action takers. You know, if you're not an action taker, don't waste your time. Don't even bother downloading the book if you're not willing to take action. But if you want to grow your business, uh we know what works and it's passionate to us. You know, one of the things that, that, that this business has done for me and in my retirement, uh, go check us out. Um, uh, I've got back to my music roots and go to boxtops.com. If you ever remember a song, give me called, a ticket called an airplane. There you Ain't go. Time to take a fast train. Lonely, Lonely days, days are gone. Time are going, going home. home. My baby, baby she wrote me the letter. So any rate, uh, if it's fun, I do it. If I hate it, I can say no. And that's that's that was my end in mind that I determined over the last 10 years. And I'm so grateful that I, I built residual income. And I, I didn't know at the time that that was, was you know, planning for the end. So we're telling you, uh, Hal did plan for the end. I didn't, and I lucked up. Don't, don't do what I did. Don't luck up. Uh, plan for the end. And what happens is, is when you, when you do that, I was able to move to Nashville. And, and in fact, my income went up uh, during COVID because we had so many people uh, in the pest control industry that uh, wanted to, well, hell, the phone was ringing because people were home finding bugs. So oh, yeah, pest con- uh, COVID was good for the pest control industry. Yeah, yeah. So at any rate, we'll have another episode. Uh, share this podcast with any other business, you know, any kind of business. Hey, say every time, listen to this podcast, and every time we say pest control, just substitute roofer or electrician or, or plumber because it's all the same as service businesses. It really works well. I've got a, um, a system called the Local Big Three, and maybe we'll do a podcast about that. But how I'm going to play the jingle and we'll get on out of here. Thanks folks. And stay tuned for the next episode of the pest control marketing podcast and the pest control marketing dot live. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs 
double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him, Mike, at InternetAudioGuide.com. Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-000